No Content is a podcast hosted by Pixel and Kubo that brings you through the inner ramblings of whatever they want to talk about for roughly an hour. If you'd like to follow Pixel, you can check them out on Twitch at pixel underscore pusher 101 or on Twitter at pixel pusher 101. You can also follow Kubo at twitch.tv slash ryankubo, twitter.com slash ryankubo, instagram.com slash ryankubo, and youtube.com slash shigeos, S-H-I-G-E-O-S, Twitch TV, if you want to see VODs of any of the episodes. If you guys are not on audio or on a different type of audio, remember that we are on all audio platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. If you guys want to ever email us, you can email us at nocontentpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your insight onto the podcast, questions, or just fan mail of critiques or criticisms. You can also use the Fortnite creator code, Ryan Kubo, in all caps, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O, when you check out for any game on the Epic Creator Store, whether that be a game or through a microtransaction to help support this podcast. Also, check your show notes below or the description below, depending on where you're watching or listening to this podcast, to check out other podcasts that Kubo hosts as well. We hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey guys, what's up? How's it going here? Uh, Ryan here, as always, Pixel there, and uh, we're a day late, but uh, we apologize for that, but we are back with another episode of No Content. What's up, Pixel? How's it going? Well, it's going pretty good. How about yourself? Good, man. Good. I mean, I'm just kind of chilling, just kind of, you know, going through the quarantine life still, so I mean, not much to really say about that or whatever. We got some good, uh, we got some yeah. good articles, uh, as always, today as well. Awesome. It's finally get to get some like good news or just something to talk about. <sighs> yeah, I know for sure, for sure. Um, just a heads up for everyone who may be new to the podcast or is listening to this as their first episode. Uh, we normally do not take article requests. It's usually just a podcast where Pixel and I just catch up for a week and just kind of chat about what's interesting. But due to Corona and our quarantine and stuff like that, there's not much going on in our lives. So we decided that for at least I, it, it happened the last couple episodes. It may happen until this quarantine thing is really over and we're back to like a normal life or whatever that uh, we'll, we will be taking articles. So if you guys want to uh, send us any articles on my discord or if you guys want to email us, no content podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter. Pixels is uh, pixel pusher one zero one. Mine is uh, twitter.com slash Ryan Kubo if there's any articles that you want us to discuss. But for now, we're going to be taking like articles and stuff or stuff that the community finds interesting. So. I think we found a, uh, a couple of good ones, uh, but I think the first thing that we need to talk about, Pixel, is yes. uh, our last episode ended off, I believe, with you, um, with you finally getting a Valorant key. Yeah, um, yeah, and you gave me homework to go and, and play it. Yes, I did give you homework. You had a week to do it, and uh, <laughs> I believe you completed that homework within two hours after the podcast was done recording, and yeah. you now have uh, a Valorant key. Um, just a side note for everyone, they did change, apparently, the way that Valorant drops work now. So the way that it works now is you need to watch at least two hours of a stream, and then from there, you do not have to watch anymore. As long as you've watched at least two hours of a stream, you're good, and then you just have a chance of getting a key. So if you guys are still out there like farming keys or like farming like whatever, you don't actually need to do that anymore. Uh, you just need to watch at least two hours of a stream, and then it's RNG chance. After two hours, it doesn't matter if you if you watch eight more hours or if you never watch again. Uh, just FYI, and also keep in mind that the Twitch notifications are a little borked. So because of that, check your emails and. Uh, go to playvalorant.com and you can check your status if you're actually in it. Cause I never actually received a Twitch notification that I was in the beta. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, if I never checked that, then I would have never even known, but yeah, pixel. So how did, how did it go? What are your impressions of it? Uh, take, take us, t walk us through everything, I guess. 
all right um you know i so i installed it it was pretty uneventful you know i just booted it up got through the training and you know and immediately you're get you're getting like pushed into a game with like people yeah like after you finish training you're like oh wow well okay this is it we're going mm-hmm. yeah and you know my mic wasn't working for some whatever reason like some setting was wrong so i was playing the game completely like without voice maybe it was for the better mm. but uh um, could you, you still know? hear people or like yes. people calling out okay yeah yeah so i was like listening to people like calling shots and stuff like that everybody was pretty chill you know just like playing the game just like you know testing it out and having fun so I was I was really glad to not have any kind of like toxic teammates who are just like, you know, telling you you suck or something like that. Um but you know, it wasn't too bad. Overall the experience, the game itself, it's basically CS:GO with like some extra abilities from from Overwatch and stuff like that. It's it's very much like um an evolutionary step in this kind of like genre it's like a little push in this direction you know with the team-based you know shooters so i i thought it was it was fine i i didn't really feel like there was anything wrong about the game right there was anything there wasn't anything like that stood out completely to me as something that was like groundbreaking you know right yeah i feel like Riot's trying to be like blizzard where they take like a already like well-known like type of genre and try to like redo it i mean that's what they did with league right so Oh yeah, yeah. So for like for me, like there wasn't anything like that just screamed out at me and saying and said, "Wow, this is like a game that everybody needs to play. Like right. everybody needs to get in on this right now because it's the next big thing." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, you know, it's a it's a it's a game. It wasn't like you know great. If you're if you're into those kinds of like shooter games, you might really enjoy certain parts of it." Um. You know, maybe if you're like getting a little tired of CS:GO and you want to try something new, this might be a logical next step. Right. So, right. You know, I and um, I I did fairly well in the game. Yeah. I wasn't like you know dragging the team down, and actually I was kind of carrying the team, which is kind of sad. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like uh, you were top frag or something or close to it, you would say. Close to it, yeah. Wow. Until, okay. Like, I, I was actually top frag until like one person got like a crazy round and right. Killed, like, for the other team i was like oh wow all right um so like i did i did pretty well so i figured okay you know i got a fairly decent handle of the game right um the the entire match lasted 45 minutes which is (sighs) negative to me dude that's a dude i don't know what is up with uh like riot type of games dude but they just love them to be like super long and stuff like that like honestly like for me, maybe it's just because I'm a boomer now, but like I can only probably play like maybe like three or four games before like I can just totally tell I have like a decrease in like how good like my aim gets, mm-hmm. how good like my comms get. Like I, like I get too impatient. Like like after like two or three games, I'm like ah screw it, I just like run out there. Like I'm just yeah. doing dumb stuff. Like I feel like every round, every minute, you have yeah, to just yeah. be kind of like concentrating. I don't know if I like that or not. You know. Yeah, totally. Like by the end, I was like, you know, I need to get out of my seat. I need to like walk around. And, right. Like, yeah. You know, stretch my legs or something. So it like went that. all. So forty-five minutes. That sounds like it went like all thirteen or all twenty-five rounds or twenty-six rounds or however long it is. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was wow. pretty much that. Like we were pretty much even the entire time. So it was like they they actually were like two games ahead, two rounds, mm-hmm. like uh, leading us. So it was really close. So it went near to the end. Wow. Yeah, um, so, I mean, overall, I mean, it's not, like, 
overall, uh, would you play it again? Would this be a game that you play on your own? Would this be a game that you play with friends? Are you open to ever playing again? Or is it just kind of like, eh, I'm glad I tried it. I'm glad I could say, what, like, I have my piece. I can, like, rant about it or whatever. But I don't think I'll be touching it anytime soon. It's going to be the latter for me. It's going to be it. like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm glad I tried it. And I'm glad I, you know, messed around with it. But I know this isn't really for me. And right. I probably won't pick it up again. But it's actually not based on any of the reasons that I stated. Okay. It's because of Vanguard. Yeah, okay, good, because I was going to bring that up, and uh, we were going to talk about that for a little bit. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, keep going, yeah, take it away. Yeah, so for those who don't know what Vanguard is, Riot implemented their own sort of anti-cheat system called Vanguard. And what it is And or is... malware, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, what it does is it requires you to install it and then restart your computer so that it starts running. But the thing is, Vanguard runs as soon as your computer turns on. Yeah. It's running on such a deep level on your computer that it basically has control over a lot of things. And what really unnerved me about this thing was that it gave me a notification saying that we have stopped apps from running. Right. So, and yeah. When I clicked to uh, make it tell me, like, what you stopped, it didn't tell me. Right. Right. And that creeped me out. And I was yeah. like, that was an instant uninstall for me. Yeah. Because so it did not tell me what it was stopping. Right. Yeah. So for, uh, yeah. So basically, if you guys don't know how most anti-cheats work or whatever, usually when you start up Overwatch or you start up Fortnite or you really start up any type of game, you may see like a splash screen very quickly that says that like something else is running and then it, it, it loads up when the game loads up. But what we're talking about here is that let's say you install Valorant, like Pixel said, you restart your computer right when you're. Uh, you, you basically, right uh, as your computer restarts and loads into your, I don't know, like your login screen or whatever, it's already currently running, and it doesn't even notify you that it is running. So the logic here from Riot is that if you were to install some type of anti-cheat crap, if you were to, you know, do that on your own time or something like that, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it will know that you're loading those things on, and it will even stop it from installing those type of things before you can even, uh, before you can even launch the game. So that's their logic. Uh, my issue, yeah, my issue as well is that like, but it doesn't really matter because I feel like every company is owned by Big Brother China, but uh, you know, Riot is owned like for, you know, 40% or something like that by China. So, I mean, that's kind of unnerving by Tencent as well, which is a little bit unnerving as well. Um, yeah, to kind of uh, add to that, I don't know if we talked about this off stream or not, Pixel, but I actually uninstalled Valorant because of the, what's it called, the anti-sheet called again? Uh, Vanguard? Yeah, because of Vanguard as well. Um, okay. So uh, I, I guess we can talk about this like a little bit. Maybe this is something we'll we'll dive into. But I actually switched modding programs. I used to use a program called Chatterino. And after talking to a couple of uh, people that I mod for and uh, talking to some friends who are mods as well, I actually switched over to a uh, chat IRC program called Chatty, which is pretty pretty old program. But it allows me to do a lot of things that maybe we can dive into later. But um, it actually, um, I got the same message as well that certain apps, uh, or I never got the message that certain apps had stopped running. But I, when I tried to launch apps such as Chatty or when I tried to launch apps such as GIMP, um, I, uh, uh, it actually wouldn't let me launch those uh, for wow. whatever reason. So it stopped GIMP from running, which I thought was very strange. I can kind of see why it's trying to stop Chatty from running, but it never had the same issues with Chatterino, which I thought was kind of weird. But I guess with Chatty, because you are, um, you know, 
logging are you are you know connecting to like certain port server you're you're connecting directly to the chat the twitch tv chat irc server mm -hmm. and then you're connecting to multiple ports as well or you can connect to multiple ports as well because if you moderate it's really dumb but twitch only allows you to connect to like five chats at a time technically before mm -hmm. it doesn't count you as like a viewer or something like that so you connect to like four or five ports at a time instead of like one port and then you can actually connect to like multiple chats at a time so each port, mm -hmm. let's say, is about five five viewers or five chats, as you want to say. I think it thought that maybe I was like trying to like view bot or like I was trying to like you know what I mean that I was like trying to do some right. like botting or something like that. Like maybe it flagged me for that, but it actually wouldn't allow me to run chatty at all, and it wouldn't allow me to run GIMP as as well. And so obviously I uninstalled it because of those reasons as well, because like I, I can't use these programs. Like I literally cannot. So it's very strange. Yeah, it's like so Vanguard is running all the time. Right. That's the thing. Like you cannot like. You can like disable it you can exit out of it but like it's creepy that it's just always there it's right. like big brother really it's it's watching you doing everything all the time right and i didn't like that feeling i don't think that any i don't think any app should have that power over your computer yeah so and the yeah. game wasn't worth it to me yeah so uh i told i totally agree with that as well so i don't know uh uh from what i understand um i haven't looked into it that often and I wish I had the article pulled up right now, but apparently they did make it so that you can disable Vanguard, from what I understand. But they mm -hmm. do warn you that if you do disable Vanguard, obviously people who use cheats can also disable Vanguard and you might be in games with more hacking. And then from what I understand, rank mode came out this week in that if you do disable Vanguard uh, while the game is launched, it will not allow you to um, play ranked. So from what I do understand, Pixel, is you can disable Vanguard now. But oh, you okay. are leaving your you, ah. that is good, but you are leaving yourself open because it's literally just like, you know, it's like anti cheat or none. Like there's no like in between or like, hey, I still want anti cheat on. But can you not do this? It's like, no, it's like 100 percent everything or nothing. So and, and you can't play ranked from what I understand. So there is that uh, if people out there or listeners out there are interested in that. But I mean, it's still kind of like, mm -hmm. eh, I don't know. I don't know if that's worth it. Yeah, it's also like. Okay, so maybe I'm crazy in thinking this, but what if Vanguard was actually, like, broken into? What if someone was able to get into Vanguard systems at Riot right. Games, was able to actually remotely connect to everybody's computers that has Vanguard on there, and it acts like a backdoor into your computer? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think you're crazy to think that. Will it happen? Maybe. Who knows? I mean, is it rare it will happen? Probably. But, I mean, if someone really wanted to do anything, they could really do it. That's kind of my philosophy on things or whatever. Uh, in life or whatever so i don't know but i i, I get what you mean it, it it is pretty creepy um from what i understand the reason why vanguard wants to go so deep into the kernel as well is because they um are also uh uh with device banning people uh as well device banning yeah so basic or like system banning i guess you would call it but that would, would what what it would be called but if you get caught cheating in uh oh. if you get caught cheating in uh uh, Valorant. Sorry, it's like Vanguard Valorant. Vanguard Valorant. They gotta change it differently. <laughs> if you get caught cheating in Valorant, um, you will not only get IP banned after a certain amount of time, but you will also get basically soft like device banned. So your whole computer will re it knows what your exact specifications are gotcha, for your computer gotcha. setup or whatever, and it knows it's like serial number or whatever and its unique ID, so that it will ban you from that as well. I know Overwatch has done that to a couple of players as well, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. So I guess that's kind of the logic between it. Um, I will say that um, 
it is pretty useful, uh, the Vanguard thing. I was in one game, I believe, a few weeks ago where the match started and almost immediately, I, I want to say, like, I bought my guns and I maybe took two steps forward. And a big red screen appeared on my thing, uh, on my on my screen, and it said, "Someone in your game has been detected using uh, aim botting software. Matches currently uh, matches ending. Player is getting kicked. Neither or this match will not count uh, in your history." Huh. So I thought that was really interesting um, that that happened or whatever, just like immediately happened hmm. or whatever. So uh, I don't know. I can I can see its usefulness, but yeah, I, I agree with you. And for me, it's just one of those things where I'm not able to. Um, do uh, my hobby of moderating or whatever you want to call it or content creation or streaming in general because right. I can literally was not able to load up uh, certain applications I need for that or just like Photoshop or something like that. So that's why I got rid of it personally. Wow. Yeah, I haven't tested any other programs, but I just, I just wasn't sure what it was closing down. That whole right. thing was my deal. It was like it actually exited out of some other app. Like, yeah, so that's very. App, and I was like, yeah what yeah that's very strange because i never got that message like on start you got it on startup i'm assuming no i actually got through a notification you know how huh. windows 10 has that oh yeah yeah thing yeah okay yeah, then it might have i might have had i might have had it too i just turn off those notifications because i find them rather oh, annoying okay. so i might have had i might have gotten that too to be fair gotcha um kind of speaking of which or whatever and this is more for a topic of pixel because i know that he moderates uh as well but i thought it would be interesting to kind of go over chatty and stuff like that and the reason why i switched over just for anyone out there i know that there's like a few people uh, a few listeners who've been asking me like oh how do you moderate like what do you use to moderate and stuff like that uh and maybe i'll put these links in the description below and uh, i know i know we've talked about mod view and stuff so i don't know maybe we can just segue into that sure yeah we can go over it if you want Sure, let's do it. Um, so if you guys don't know, I used to use a program called Chatterino to mod. It's a free program. I'm kind of sad because I actually donated the guy like 10 bucks and I no longer use the program anymore. So it uh, feels bad, man. So maybe I need to donate to Chatty, uh, the, the Chatty dude as well. But uh, I'm actually using a program called Chatty now, which is a program that I used to use, but I really didn't like it because of the look and feel of it. But they actually allowed you mm -hmm. to change up the program uh, quite a bit, uh, which is uh, pretty nice or whatever. And I, I would probably highly recommend this for everyone who does some type of moderation, at least when it comes to multiple chats for sure. Um, I, I don't want to show, I'm only going to show probably a couple things on screen. So for audio listeners, you're just going to have to bear with me as I try to explain these type of things. But, um, a couple of things that I do like about the program, if you have multiple tabs open, you can now make those tabs be on the top or on the right side of your screen. And you can make it so that mouse wheel up and down while the window is in focus will actually, um, scroll through all your streams. So I really like that as well, that I can just kind of toggle very quickly. Um, there's no actual accidental unmodding button, which is super nice. And the modding button is super, super um, customizable. So this is something mm -hmm. that you're going to need a little bit of like, you got to be a little bit smart about it or whatever. You got to kind of like understand it. But uh, right now I'm actually, uh, I oh man, I don't think I can, unfortunately. Um, here, let me go full screen really quick for you, uh, for uh, everyone and see if I can actually like display capture uh, what is going on. But I don't think I'll be able to, unfortunately. Uh, if I were to display capture one like this and then transition back here. Okay, so yeah, uh, one of the things that like I 
uh, I personally would want to do, or personally like want to show you guys. And I'm kind of dragging this on screen right now. It's going to kind of cover over Pixel's face. So this is probably the only visual guide <laughs> that uh, I'm going to show. But I'm actually going to be showing my own uh, logs or whatever on here. One of the things Chatty does is it actually saves all the logs for everyone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, there you go, Pixel. <laughs> um, one of the things that this actually does show is it does show the logs for everyone here. Um, in a chat or whatever and this is super useful because there's no way to accidentally unban or time out someone you can have hotkeys associated to your keyboard if you did want to do it so for example i have made it so that if i do like shift one or shift two and click on someone's name it will do corresponding things but as you see up here all these buttons are actually buttons that i custom made including this which is kind of nice so it's kind of cool. nice because it shows me um you know it's obviously i'm not following because it's my own channel but it would show you when you followed it's almost my nine year anniversary on twitch as well it shows you when the account was created how many followers i have on my own personal channel uh it shows what color my uh username is in and it shows how many messages i've sent during this stream um uh, and as well as first seen uh since opening chatty so obviously I opened Chatty about three hours ago. So, you know, this is why it says that. Um, this stuff as well kind of shows my mod log on here or whatever uh, of everything that's kind of been said. If I say test in my own stream, it immediately updates here. So while you're kind of looking at someone's logs here, you can also like get in real time stuff like that or whatever. Um, if you were to ban someone, it, you can put reasons why you ban someone here as well. And then there's a bunch of stuff over here that some of these things unfortunately are out of date. But, um, you know, I made all these custom buttons myself. So if I click one of these, I can time someone out for one second, five seconds, a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, et cetera, et cetera. If I click this button right here, it will actually take me to their own Twitch channel as well. This button right here will actually pull up the, re the report button uh, on that user as well. If I click this button, and unfortunately, Commander Root was gotten a uh, cease and desist, so I'm actually going to have to change this. But this would actually go to the username change log. If I click this button as well, it pulls up a site that shows every single channel that uh, this user is personally modded to as well. And if I were to do this pin dialog tweet, that means that the user, uh, it basically says it here, pin dialog stays open on the same user until manually closed as well. So I thought that this was actually like a pretty useful, pretty uh, interesting tool to be able to use or whatever when it comes to like modding someone or what, uh, or yeah. like moderating or whatever, especially in chats where someone's uh, someone calls out someone else, maybe like, hey, dude, can you stop doing that? I can kind of click them, kind of see what their logs are like, for example, and then from there just kind of be like oh okay yeah this person does this person's still doing it and i can see their logs updating in real time so that is something that um i thought was pretty interesting um the second thing that i want i can't <laughs> show you unfortunately because it has all my modding stuff in it but the main reason why i uh, am utilizing this as well is because there is another um uh, there's a couple of boxes that you can pull up for your streams but one of them is called highlight messages so one of the options in your settings menu in Chatty is you can actually put a bunch of highlighted messages and kind of choose what those like highlighted messages are. So obviously I put a bunch of like different ways to say racial slurs, my name, for example, uh, other highlighted words that might not be too good and stuff like that. And I have a separate box that actually appears totally resizable and stuff as well. Um, and you can even have this box open while Chatty is closed, which I thought was interesting. Uh, as well but this will basically highlight every single message in any chat that you're in so keep that in mind whether it be um, a chat you mod for or not and it highlights the message as well and flags it for you and only for you to see which i thought was kind of nice so it's kind of like my own auto mod if those words aren't in that streamer's auto mod already which i thought was pretty cool um 
Wow, and what I can do in this, and what I can do in this highlighted message box as well is I can do everything that I can if I'm a mod. So, for example, I see a bunch of people. Um, well, not a bunch of people, but there's been a handful of people in a couple of chats that I modded for who have who have used a flag word. Nothing raci uh, racially uh, discriminatory or anything like that, but just like uh, flagging certain words that are like. Um, you know, things that they probably shouldn't mention or things that are like in context might be like, oh, that the streamer might not want that to be mentioned. I can actually click on the uh, the person's logs right here and then immediately ban or time out from here, even though my main focal point is in the in my chat, the Ryan Kubo chat. So I could be in uh, a different chat in chatty and then still be able to moderate a, another chat, which is uh, pretty useful, pretty interesting. Well, yeah, this is like crazy. This is like for power users, really like. It could, it has every single ability you could ever want in a in a moderating or chatting interface. Like, it's actually kind of amazing to be honest. And I'm a little I'm a little worried that Twitch might actually send a cease and desist to Chatty. Call me crazy because it connects to Twitch users. It, it connects to the Twitch API and actually affects how you interact with Twitch itself. Right. I, I don't know. I don't think so, but maybe. A lot of this stuff, too, opens in separate windows, which is kind of nice. So, for example, the mod check thing and the username change log that, log that I just showed you guys will actually open a website, so it doesn't actually open on chatty, and that might be ways that they get around certain things. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so I, that's that's what I wasn't getting because, like, it sounded like um, when you use those buttons inside of chatty, you're actually opening up dialog boxes within chatty itself to report <laughs> or to, like, bring up logs or whatever. Yeah, um, so I'm going to pull back up my logs again here. But, for example, obviously these buttons here, these timeout buttons or whatever, are going to be buttons where, um, you know, if I click it, it's obviously going to do that slash command in chat, which is perfectly fine or whatever. But if I were to click this channel button or this report button or username button or mod check button that I created, if you, I kind of ho hover over it, you can kind of see what the command says. It basically mm -hmm. says open URL and then so-and-so, so-and-so, like twitch stuff.3v slash mod look slash whatever username this is. So I kind of made these commands custom but then made the button look like a legitimate button okay. so okay. it is opening that type of stuff on separate separate streams or, or separate uh google chrome things but so it's, it's pretty nice though yeah no that makes sense because the twitch api has the ability for something to actually connect to the irc server on twitch so as long as that is available then chatty i think should be okay yeah, so hopefully it's uh, it's okay. And uh, luckily for me, um, the chat uh, I customized the chat to make it look a little extra prettier and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that that's some stuff as well. As you can see here too, as I'm showing on stream as well, there's a pretty nice like emote thing where if you click on an emote, this was a GIF emote that I last checked on or whatever. Someone using it kind of shows you how to type it out. It shows you the code. It shows you what channel I found this in or whatever. Uh, it shows uh, kind of who created the emote. It shows the BTTV. If I were to actually click um, any of that, it would actually bring me to that person's channel as well. So for example, it shows even who the creator of this emote was. I could click on the username of that and it would actually show up. There's obviously a quick thing here for all the emotes for all the channels you're subscribed to, which I like as well. Uh, and cool. then also if depend, this is only on focal on channel here, but if, uh, you know, on my channel, it shows all the BTTV emotes and everything that we use my chat as well as my own subscriber emotes as well, or whatever. Um, one of the things I really like about this too, as well, is I mentioned the scrolling the scrolling middle mouse button that I were to scroll to. So say, for example, I were to scroll down to, um, let's just say, uh, my friend Christine's chat, I can show you like her emotes. I can scroll up to Bedmeister's chat who I moderate for. It will show all of his BTTV emotes. So this 
changes as you scroll through different chats automatically. So this mm -hmm. isn't something, so that's like what's pretty cool about that. Um, there's also other extras for auto mod in moderation logs as well. Those are scrollable and the dialog box changes by itself as well. So that's pretty cool as well. So for example, I could be, um, you know, modding in someone's chat and then I got to scroll over to someone else's because it pings me or whatever and I can scroll down and it, it, the auto mod stuff, all that type of stuff changes uh, with the chat that wow. you're in. So that's pretty useful as well. Yeah, this is pretty amazing. Like, I, I can't believe how much work went into this, like, chat app that, yeah. you know, is so... I don't know. It's like there, it can do so many things that are necessary on Twitch that you kind of wish that Twitch had in its basic right. chat interface. Right. And uh, it's it's gotten a lot better in the last couple of years. So uh, probably one of the last screens that I'll show here as well or whatever. But one of the things that uh, it shows off here is that I can actually change the background color what chat messages look like, what uh, what highlight messages look like. So for example, I've made it so that um, when someone uses kind of one of the auto mod terms that I have in my own personal like highlights or whatever, it will highlight the message red uh, if I'm in the chat. So if I'm in the chat, it's the current main focus chat or whatever, it will be uh, red. But then if I'm not in the chat as well, it will just put a white or silver type of box around the flagged word. So that's kind of nice mm -hmm. as well. So my chat, my highlighted chat messages or whatever, like aren't like super, super like crazy or whatever. So you can kind of customize like colors and stuff like that, as well as like message colors and user colors and all that type of stuff. So it's actually like pretty customizable or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So um, highly I, I would highly recommend uh, the program to anyone who's like a power user for Twitch chat or somebody who even... Um, doesn't necessarily want to moder doesn't necessarily mod on Twitch per se, but just is is in a lot of chats as well. I have it personally. I have it personally turned off or whatever. But there's also a tab for notifications where that can change. You can basically get notified for literally anything, and I have that personally turned off. But if you mm -hmm. really wanted to, you can select channels that you are a part of or not a part of, and make it so that only streams that weren't recently live in fifteen uh, weren't recently live uh, more than fifteen minutes. Only streams that recently started uh, their up times of less than fifteen minutes. Only live streams not stream offline. I like all this type of stuff and get mm -hmm. notifications for that in your Windows notifications slash in your taskbar, so you can get notifications or pings and stuff when your favorite streamer goes online or something. Well, without having Google Chrome up, and it's way fast. It, I've I've tested it. Trust me, chat, uh, and people listening. I've tested this. It's way faster than the Twitch notifications because it's connected <laughs> directly to Twitch's IRC. It's connected directly to uh, the to Twitch chat, the Twitch chat servers, mm -hmm. rather than the stream it's the, the stream itself or whatever. You know, it's kind of funny how like all of these features that are going into this chat program, and it starts to look more and more like discord all the time like yeah. you have multiple tabs multiple options ways to browse emotes and stuff like that yeah and just a really really slick interface that's you know able to do a lot right and i'm like this is turning into like discord this is kind of weird <laughs> yeah it is it is super weird or whatever but it's pretty funny i have like three or four windows open at any given time i'm moderating or whatever um oh yeah. last thing that is super helpful that chatterino did not have or whatever i have actually custom customized my uh, my chatty so that when someone does whisper me or whatever it opens a new tab 
just like a chat, mm. just like a, a chat tab, and I can actually respond to them there, pull up their logs from there, et cetera, et cetera. So in theory, I don't even have to like slash user. Uh, I don't even have to, if I'm not, if I don't have Google Chrome open or if I'm not on Twitch for whatever reason and someone whispers me for a ban appeal or just whispers me some information or whatever it may be, I don't even have to necessarily have Chrome open. I don't even have to slash user log them or whatever. So that's super nice. Now, are there any plans to have a mobile version of Chatty? I don't know. Maybe. That'd be kind of interesting being able to do all of this on the go, like from your phone. Yeah, it would, it would be super interesting. Um, Lastly, too, there is another option, and uh, I you can synchronize this in different ways, but it also will store chat logs in .txt files as well for every single chat that you're a part of. You can make it for chats you only moderate for, which obviously for wow. me, that's what I did. But And then you can also allow um, Chatty to delete those files, which they'll delete um, anywhere between one day to 30 days or never. So I have mine currently set so that they will delete every um, 60 days, basically. So, you know, so they are they stored locally or are they stored, stored locally? Some... Yeah. OK, you can even make it so that it never deletes if you really want, like some the full chat history for whatever reason. But obviously you would have to have chatty running 24 seven if there's you, ha you have an active offline chat or whatever. But, mm -hmm. you know, it, it is useful for when uh, just in case to have like a 60 day backup or whatever, even though like slash user, in my opinion, is fine with the way Twitch is integrated stuff. So I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, is it? I just hope they add like some sort of search function within that thing because I hate scrolling through that whole chat log, especially if they have like over a thousand messages. I, I don't know how that works because it converts it into a .txt file, uh, a Windows .txt file. So I don't know if .txts have search. Oh, what I mean, like uh, within the, ch the the Twitch like slash user thing. Oh, like, oh, oh, that. oh, oh. Uh, I don't probably with Control F. I would assume since it's through Chrome. So, but I don't know. Maybe mm, that's mm, yeah. Maybe I mean it does like when you scroll up, it has to load like another chunk of messages. So mm. it might not. But right, yeah. It, 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 I guess it's hard to say. Um, the next thing that I kind of wanted to talk about really quickly or whatever is uh, Commander Root actually got a cease and desist from Twitch. Yeah. And this is something that I wanted to uh, uh, talk about. So I don't know, Pixel, if you wanted to talk about that as I change our overlay stuff really quick so that I don't leak anything anymore accidentally, but keep going. <laughs> but if you wanted to talk about that, I don't know if you've heard about that at all with uh, Commander, Commander Root passing away. Yeah. Well, pass, passing away. Well, passing um, away, like, you know, virtually. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know too much about what it does, but it is a, it is a bot that is in every single Twitch chat. Right. And I don't know how that works because there are thousands of them. But I, I know it catalogs information. Right. And it um, it's a part of, like, a suite of tools that tracks, like, name changes and things like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, who is a mod, who is not a mod, right. when they were modded, that kind of thing. Um, that's that's the extent of my knowledge of Commander Root. I know it's a very powerful bot, and it created a lot of tools that were really, really useful for mods. Right. So uh, um, I think you might be better suited for this. Yeah, so it's just something that I kind of wanted to mention, but if you guys don't know, or you probably do know if you kind of stream or whatever, there's usually a bot in your chat that does count as a viewer called Commander Root that people were getting pretty pissed off about uh, a couple of years ago, maybe even a year ago at this point. But it was actually a super useful bot that was technically a Twitch partner, which I found very interesting. But it was a bot that basically just categorized a lot of information on Twitch that was super useful. Everything from something that was like, everything from like partner 
part like partner changes or affiliate changes or uh, to ban changes, which I thought was really interesting. So he even cataloged when a stream went from affiliate to partner, when a partner went from partner to affiliate, when a partner got banned or unbanned, stuff like that. So I thought it was actually a pretty useful tool. Um, it also was able to pull up stats, which we didn't really have a lot of. So for example, unfortunately, this would be his last one. But um, his one of his most recent tweets is uh, in Q1 of 2020, uh, Twitch currently has 872,000 affiliates, 41,812 partners, all while having 1,588 accounts. There are currently 1.69 million emotes on Twitch. So it just give kind of like interesting information on that and actually specific numbers. And unfortunately, he received an email to uh, he received an email on April 15th from Twitch Legal asking him to remove one of his most important tools, in my opinion, which is the. Uh, twitch tools name change log so it is completely gone they said that if he didn't that he would basically get sued uh, by twitch legal or whatever so i thought that was pretty sad um that is really sad that, it, that was an incredibly useful tool yeah so i i, I feel like i may be i don't think i'm exposing too much here or whatever because this is all like public knowledge if you were to search up this stuff anyway but if you guys didn't know the way that twitch works is that when you make a when you make a uh, an account on twitch you're given we, okay, at the time, before name changes were a thing, you were given a unique user ID. And that ID is yours no matter how many times you name change. Now, for whatever reason, that ID is hidden, usually from the general public, unless it's pulled from, like, Twitch servers or something. Um, when name changes came about, though, they kind of did something weird where they kind of split your unique ID from your username. So now you have two IDs. You have your name user ID as well as your account user ID. So what hap what was happening, and this is just really it's just janky coding in my opinion. But basically, mm -hmm. if you were to if I were to name change from Ryan Kubo to R Kubo, and then I were to check my logs and say Pixels Chat, it would say I never chatted before because for whatever reason, um, in Twitch Chat or whatever, it pulls from your user ID when a mod looks you up and not your account ID. So one of the things uh, that was super useful about this tool on Commander Root's website was that you could look up someone's user ID and get their account ID and figure out if their name change has ever been looked up. So for example, if I had someone who was banned in a certain chat or whatever come to me and be like, hey man, why am I banned? I've never talked in the chat before. If I were to look up their name, it would actually show no logs, yet they would still be banned. So it'd say zero logs, doesn't follow, but they are banned. But then I can go to Commander Root's website put in their username and say, oh, wait, they did name change. Go back to their old name, <laughs> see what mm -hmm. their logs were, and say, oh, that's why you're banned. Unfortunately, that tool is now gone, which there is no replacement tool for that either, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, there's, like, countless reasons why this tool was so amazing. Yeah. Because, like, it offered accountability. Right. Like, there's just so many reasons why this is so useful. Because, yeah, someone could come into your chat and lie to you and say, hey, you know, I was banned for... Uh, um, the wrong reasons and I need to be unbanned. So without the ability to like look back at the evidence, we have no idea of telling whether or not that person is telling the truth or not. Right. And especially when it comes to people who are really, really like undesirable, like the really toxic people, the really like the nasty underbelly of Twitch. Right. There's no way to know. Like, and you can name change pretty often. Yeah. I think it, I believe it was every three to six months you can name change, right? I, th I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, although, I mean, if they're going to go through that much trouble, I, think, I guess they could just create a new account. But, like, there's a lot of times where, you know, people... No, well, I mean, not, I mean, not anymore because of the way bans work on Twitch now, right? You're shadow banned. 
Yes. If you were to make is. a new account anyway, so it's fine. That's true. <laughs> yeah, unless you VPN yeah. it all the time, but um but I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know why it it, it irks me and like you, you guys know I've been like critical about Twitch in some regards, but and, and praising Twitch in other regards, especially with like the monetization option options that are on here here on Twitch, which we'll get into in a sec. But it really does irk me when Twitch takes these things away. Uh, takes these things away. If you guys didn't know, Overrussell is now gone as well, as well as C Benny's Log Viewer, which were logging things pre-Twitch, which was like Twitch's logs only go back about two and a half years at this point. But it mm -hmm. just really irks me that Twitch removes these type of uh, community-driven things and then at the same time doesn't replace them with anything. So, mm -hmm. cool, great. You got rid of change logs from Commander Root, someone who is probably doing this out of his own time and money just because he wanted to. Uh, are we getting a replacement for it? Uh, apparently not, and that kind of pisses me off. And when are we getting a replacement for it? Um, I hope that we get it before a TwitchCon announcement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I hate when Twitch saves their announcements for that. You know, I was actually really respectful and i appreciated that they you know launched mod view on just such a random day or that they announced the band thing on such a random day i really appreciate that from twitch and i really like that because it's like i don't want to wait for that type of stuff but it's it, it does irk me that these type of things are going down now and it makes me wonder if things like um if things like for example bttv or franker face tv or franker face z will go down eventually yeah i mean like this is kind of scary like I feel like a lot of, I mean, all these issues with um, looking up user IDs and things like that, I feel that can be like a simple fix in, in the coding. But mm -hmm. because it's janky coding, that's probably like a lot of legwork to actually make it Right, happen. right. So it's it's like, it's really hard to like say like how, like how that will work or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's really hard for me to like kind of like see that or whatever and like figure out like what's going on with that. You know, that's the problem, you know? Exactly, yeah. So like, I don't know. It, it's... It it frustrates me a lot that that type of stuff is like going on or whatever uh, on Twitch, and it doesn't really like change. It doesn't like necessarily like change that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think I mean I think uh, well at one point they did ask for you know the public to keep them accountable. And right. I feel like this is the point where we actually have to, and just kind of point out like you know guys, this is this is not what we need on Twitch. We need to be able to, you know, have these tools and be able to do like our hobbies and our jobs on Twitch. Just, just make sure that we're keeping this community fun. Yeah, no, know? for sure. I just, I just wish that, um, they would, I just really wish this type of stuff would be like, I just really wish Twitch would like replace this type of stuff and just like really like, <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Twitch kind of <laughs> Twitch Twitch pisses me off when it comes to this type of stuff because I get it. I get that they want to like protect the intellectual property. At the same time, I feel that the reason why Twitch is so popular, like, I'm just gonna rant right now and like pop off or whatever. The reason why oh, okay. I don't, the reason why the the reason why I love Twitch and the reason why Mixer and Facebook and um, all these other platforms will never be as successful as Twitch is because I've said this a hundred times, but it's because of the community right no other mm -hmm. community on this uh like on the internet for live streaming is able to have meme songs like look at like for example like look at like forson and all the memes memes he's made L listen to like all the like meme songs like we basically created like darude sandstorm into a meme song you know what i mean look yeah, at nim yeah. look at like gachi music like look at all these songs that are like created from um 
from like the Twitch culture and like the Twitch community. Like Mixer doesn't have this. Facebook gaming is sure as hell doesn't have this. Like YouTube doesn't have this. This is oh, all yeah. like created by people. You know what I mean? And then Absolutely. and then like then at the other side you have like just like Twitch like cease and desisting, like super cool like products, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like Overrussell and like um I don't know, just all this stuff that's like super could be super super useful to us or whatever, and it just doesn't make sense to me as well because unless Twitch replaces it with something, then I don't understand why they do it sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like it's a team of lawyers at Twitch or Amazon just saying like, hey, if you don't protect your IP in this way, it invites more attacks on the IP itself, and it's like you have to be that heavy-handed in case someone wants to like test your boundaries, kind of thing. So they have to like stamp out everything. And I know it's the wrong decision. Yeah. I kind of see where they're coming from, but doesn't it doesn't make it right. You know, I, right. I really feel like, okay, they need to take an take an approach where they like actually interact with the community. Right. You know, like this is this is all community, like you said. And I really think instead of just like sending cease and desist letters, they need to interact with this community, work out a solution, figure something out. Right. And, you know, just like actually interface with the community i'm just afraid like at this point it's like kind of crazy to me because it's like um what are the chances of like honestly like what are the chances of stuff like better twitch tv or like franker face z going down oh man that's like i don't even, i don't know because so, twitch has been yoinking products from them for years right let's be real here yeah you know what i mean it's 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 kind of like mm, I don't know because like it's a Chrome extension or a Firefox right. extension whatever you want right. to say, and it doesn't directly affect Twitch at all. Like anybody who doesn't have it just sees a bunch of text. Um, so I don't know if they have any like legal grounds to say, "Hey, stop what you're doing." Yeah, that's true. If anything, it's the only people who actually have like some sort of legal grounding is like when someone uses an emote that you know is, is copyrighted like total they, biscuit or something like that like that type of stuff or whatever yeah yeah someone's face that they didn't allow onto the like better twitch tv right they can go after them i don't <sighs> know which has the ability to right they might like you know grandstand and just kind of like um you know posture you know threaten stuff like that but right. i don't know if they actually have any kind of legal ground right right but um I don't know, man. I, I think we should move on before I get like pissed off and like I get like Twitch staff like yelling at me or whatever in emails again. You know what I mean? I feel like that's happened like a couple times now, so I feel like we should just chill or whatever. Again. Yeah, it's happened before. Trust me, and talk oh, about geez. it on stream or whatever. <laughs> All right. But uh, okay. I I, I let, yeah. Let's move on before I get in. Let's get. Let's move on before I get in trouble or whatever. Sure. Um, just re really quick. The 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 last thing that I kind of wanted to like. The, la the last thing that I kind of wanted to talk about or whatever uh, before we uh, before we probably end the podcast for tonight or whatever is something that kind of brought uh, was brought up to my attention. And this was actually brought to my attention from a friend of mine who um, doesn't uh, who streams or whatever, but wants to stay like anonymous or whatever. But um, so I guess uh, a bunch of YouTubers or I guess YouTube changed their um they changed the requirements for their creator award. So if you guys don't know what creator awards are, creator awards are certain plaques that are handed out to um, YouTube partners slash creators when they hit various milestones. Um, if 
the, there's I think a silver play button at I think 50k subscribers. There's one at 100,000, and then there's one at a million, and then there's like it goes up and up and up, right? And from mm -hmm. what I understand, they have recently changed this so that your channel needs to be in um, not really good standing per se. It can already be in good standing, but they deem your content too controversial. They actually won't send you a plaque of recognition, which I thought was like really, really interesting. Um, so, for example, one of the channels that uh, my friend does is he uh, uh, and uh, yeah, my friend does is. Uh, he has a gun safety channel. So it's a channel where he reviews guns and stuff like that, but then he also teaches people how to properly load a gun, uh, use a gun. So for example, he gets maybe like a mag extension or he gets some type of new barrel and he's like, hey, this is how to properly install this barrel. He kind of reviews the product, like shows it off. Doesn't really shoot on the channel at all, but he just recently hit 100,000 subscribers and he just um, requested his content creator award and. Twitch denied it, or sorry, Twitch. YouTube denied it and said, "No, you're not getting this. You're not getting this at all." Wow, um, that's really interesting. So I thought this was just really interesting because, um, not to get like super political, because I never like to on these type of podcasts, but the channels that are getting targeted for this are just very interesting. I can understand maybe some channels that are maybe high in drug use or whatever, but it seems like a lot of the channels that are being targeted are like gun channels, fishing and outdoor channels. Uh, animal channels uh, seem to be targeted about this. Um, various like religious channels of like all religion are kind of getting targeted by this. So I just thought it was really interesting and something like we could talk about because uh, you know I, I don't know I found I found it really interesting and we kind of it kind of relates to Twitch in the sense of like certain people on the platform taking forever to get partnered as well. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I mean, what do you what do you think about this? Well, I'm just kind of wondering, like, are they demonetized at all? Or? No, so they're not. It's it's weird. It's really weird. They're not getting demonetized. They're not doing anything. But this would like, so this is my example, and I think it's a horrible example. So hopefully you, uh, hopefully you or like another listener will come to like will email us and tell us like a better example. But this would almost be like if you like got Twitch partner or whatever, and then you tried to go into the partner lounge, and they're like, nah, you're not allowed in here. Like you're in good standing with Twitch, you have partnership, but then you you get a partner badge even when you go to TwitchCon, but then they don't give you any of the partner perks. They're just like, no, you can't go into the partner lounge. You don't get early access to the merch. You don't get the free partner swag. Like, no, but you are a partner, and we do appreciate yeah. you. But no, you don't get any of this because none of these channels are demonetized. They're all in good standing, from what I understand or whatever. They fit all the criteria perfectly, but YouTube can still deny them this plaque of recognition from YouTube, which I thought was very interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's kind of a weird like thing to withhold. Like, you know, you're still gonna support them monetarily, yeah, uh, but you won't get this recognition. It's kind of like I was thinking of like that check mark, that verified check mark that you have um, for Twitch partners. It's like removing that. It's like you have all the other things, but you're not allowed to show off that you are a partner. Yeah, it does. That seems like a weird sort of slap in the face. It's kind of like, okay, we're going to support you in all the other ways, but no, we're not going to give you this thing that officially recognizes it. But we'll, we'll still pay you. We'll still pay you like ad money and stuff like that. Just, yeah. It's like all that stuff that goes like, it's kind of like it's hidden. You don't actually see that revenue from ads or whatever. So that's cool. But like not, not this not this plaque. This Yeah, it's weird. Yeah.
Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, just give him the plaque. Like how much does it cost to actually, cost to actually make one of these things? And then like also at the rate that like the plaque comes in or whatever, it's just kind of ridiculous too. The rate? Like it takes us so long for the plaque to actually get to you. Oh. Apparently. Like, it can take up to a year. Oh, that's that's for have, have you seen the videos of people getting their plaque and it's the wrong one? It says like the <laughs> wrong username on it. Oh no. <laughs> and, they're, oh, and they're like, sick, no. I guess I'll I guess I'll take it or whatever. Like that's cool, you know? I'll just like scrape off the name, put mine on there with yeah, just Sharpie. like uh, what is it like the the labeler things and just like labeling it or whatever. <laughs> it's all like misaligned and oh stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean that's a, that's a thing as well. I don't know, but I I think that's a good place to end it um for now or whatever. Unless you have any other articles that you want to bring up or like talk about as well. No, I think that's a pretty good place to end. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple. Just a couple reminders uh, for all the audio listeners out there. I should have made these announcements again i keep forgetting that we actually have announcements sometimes <clears throat> but um first off i do want to say thank you guys for always listening thanks for the support we've had an uptick in support recently so that's been really cool um i messaged the person and they don't want to be mentioned by name and it's not like anyone would know them uh on the audio podcast or on the twitch side or on the youtube side of things but we did have a very generous um guy show his support to the podcast um which i'm stealing all the twitch money i don't know if uh pixel knows this no i'll send them i'm sending him hey, half money no but uh, <laughs> but uh if you guys didn't know um we were gifted about um a lot we were gifted like maybe 75 subs total uh subscribers to my twitch channel uh as appreciation for this podcast so he wants to uh uh, well, spoiler, it's a he, but he wants to remain uh, anonymous or whatever, so we're going to keep it that way. But I do want to just give a brief shout out to them and say thank you for that support. They did donate uh, the subs offline, which I thought was kind of funny. So I don't know if they were like a Twitch user or not, because I just <laughs> thought it was funny that they did that. But uh, because of that, we were able to um, basically get like a bunch of new subs, but then also unlock all of our emote slots on Twitch. So if a lot of you guys are coming from the audio side of things, um, if you go to Twitch, um, there's certain ways to unlock more emotes. So if you do um, come to the Twitch and show your support, uh, you uh, we actually, <clears throat> and I thought this was interesting, uh, I think I mentioned this to Pixel, but mm -hmm. um, Anchor, the site that we mainly use to distribute our podcast, actually approached me and said, like, hey, would you guys be down to record ads <laughs> like after you upload your podcast? And I actually said no. <laughs> So basically what we would do is we would upload the podcast and then they would want us to record like a 30 second to 40 second advert that would go like before in the middle or after the podcast or all three. And then they would overlay that on top of our audio for like random stuff. And then apparently we would get like a small percentage of the money from these ads. And I opt, I opted not to do it um, because I just, I don't like ads, man. <laughs> and like, I don't like ads <laughs> where I'm not, I don't know what, like, it's like, yeah, do this ad. You have to, it's on like, wine and i'm like i don't know anything about this one like i don't want to send you guys like pretend to like a product just because i'm getting paid for it so uh, i don't ask you guys to you know listen to ads or anything like that but if you guys ever do want to support as always the podcast you can do it this anonymous person did if you ever want to like use your twitch prime on twitch.tv slash ryan kubo or use your twitch prime on twitch.tv pixel underscore pusher 101 you can always do that so we do appreciate that and uh, i will be splitting the money with pixel so don't worry about that uh <laughs> to any to any of the listeners so but i do i do really appreciate that we were able to unlock our 
fifth and final emote uh, emote as well on the channel. So if you do subscribe, there are more benefits to that now as well. Instead of having one emote, you now have five, which for five bucks a month is pretty good. But uh, yeah, so shout you know shout outs to uh, shout outs to that. I, I I really really do appreciate that. It, it yeah, means a lot to us. It. So much love to you. Yeah. And um, besides that or whatever, as always, like I said, at the top of the episode, we usually do not pull articles from um, any of our listeners. We kind of just shoot from the hip and kind of rant and kind of talk. And I know that's what you guys like, uh, like about it. So um, that being said, though, um, we are pulling articles for the time being because we are in quarantine. So if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about article wise, feel free to uh, message on Discord, message on Twitter, message on uh, no content podcast at gmail.com as well. If you guys want any type of articles, they do not have to be Twitch related or gaming related. They could just be whatever. We just try to avoid politics uh, and stuff like that or religious topics and stuff like that, anything kind of controversial and try to keep it family friendly. But besides that, that is something that you guys can check out as well. So I just want to kind of throw that out there before we ended the podcast, but yeah, I appreciate you guys all for the support. Definitely, man. Yeah. It's, it, yeah so I think that's all. Right? Yeah. Is that it? I mean, that, that is it guys. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out though. As always, thank you guys for listening to us, uh, as always on Spotify. Like I said, follow us on Twitch, follow us on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll check you guys out. Uh, next episode which hopefully it won't be late as well so we do apologize for that yeah hopefully it'll be on mondays next yeah and hopefully it'll be on mondays we've had some really messed up schedules here but yeah anyway guys <laughs> thanks so much appreciate it and uh we'll catch you later peace guys thanks guys see you next week later